Hello and welcome to the Functional Health Podcast with Ben Atkinson. I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Gaetan Chavalier, where we talk about something which is still considered a fringe or woo-woo topic when it comes to health, and that's earthing, also called grounding. Dr. Gaetan is an engineering physicist, professor and director of the Earthing Institute. I'm sure you'll get a lot out of this one. I sure did. Let's get into it. Gaetan? Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure to have you on, sir. I am very, very excited for this episode and this conversation. Thank you. So I'm looking forward to it. So um, whatever your uh, auditors need to know, I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you so much. Well, I have plenty for you, that's for sure. So this is about grounding and earthing, a topic which I thought originally was extremely woo-woo, but we know that's not necessarily true anymore, and there's lots of science and emerging science behind it. So let's get into it. What is earthing or grounding? Uh, before we get to the question, I want to comment on one thing that you said about woo science. You're not alone. I was also at the beginning when Clint Over came to the uh, school where I was um, research director and I heard about that. My first thought was, well, if grounding is so good for you, you know, it should have been discovered 100 years ago. And so uh, I was skeptical, I, that's it. If Clint Ober, one of his associates has not come to me, who said, we want to pay for a research project at your institution, because we're an open institution, I would not be here talking to you because I would be some, doing something else. <laughs> so the first research project did not convince me, but the second one with more advanced equipment that was not grounded, there's no doubt that there was something special happening. My friends participated on that second one. They got improved. I realized this is real. And that's where I got just this time. So just a parenthesis to tell you that it's a common thing. <laughs> <laughs> to be skeptical at the beginning. Yeah. I, All I you have to do is... is keep an open mind and try it. I had some people who said, this is all woo-woo science and stuff like that. Well, you said... I said, you're a scientist, the person was a scientist. Why don't you give it to some of your patients, you know, have arthritis or something and see what happened? He said, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. It's just, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. If you don't test it, you're not going to know. Exactly. And this is the thing. This is the exact thing which I am fighting against. We need to be skeptical, not cynical, right? Cynical exactly. as if you know, I'm not going to look at the evidence. Skeptical question everything. I think that's yes. really important. Question yes. your own beliefs. Being skeptical yes. is healthy. Cynical, which is what you just described there, not interested yep. in testing on the patients, that is arguably damaging because you're stopping someone from potentially experiencing or yep. um, adding an intervention which is potentially beneficial for the health. Absolutely. So that was a parenthesis that I think is supposed to work putting <laughs> up because this is something we encountered all the time. Yeah. So what is earthing, grounding? Um, it's a practice that has well, always been with us, you know, for ages. I mean, people didn't grow up, you know, like 500,000 years ago with shoes. So we developed, you know, on planet Earth, barefoot in contact with the Earth. So, but 
What's special about that, being in contact with the earth, is because the earth itself is a battery. The, the earth has uh, received energy from the sun, and I don't know how much detail I should know, go into this, but through... However much you want. Okay. But through, um, through what happened in the ionosphere, which is six, 60 miles or 100 kilometers up in the atmosphere, the x-rays of this emitted by the sun actually split the molecules at that level. That's what protects us against, you know, damaging UV rays. Mm -hmm. But it has another benefit because by splitting the molecules, it separates positive, uh, positive charge of negative charge. And then by a complex process that happened in thunderstorm clouds. So there's a, a buildup of, uh, of uh, electric potential in the clouds that pushes the negative charge at the bottom of the cloud. And it's like a dynamo. It generates more and more to a point where millions of volts accumulate there. So much electrons that at some point you get an electric discharge, which is like the lightning. And the electrons are pushed down into the earth. So the surface of the earth is the negative pole. Mm -hmm. And the ionosphere is a positive pole uh, of the earth's battery. Now, we grew up all life on planet earth grew up in contact with the surface of the earth, which is negatively charged. So life is, is wise. Life is like, haha, we can do something <laughs> with this. So they develop what we call today an immune system. It's a system by which the body can defend itself against microbes and bacteria, virus, and stuff like that, you know, that invades the body. So we have these white blood cells, especially the macrophages. Mm -hmm. They come and they see the little bacteria there and they engulf it and they digest it with what? With acids. Mm -hmm. Or they pour acids on them and then digest the parts, you yes. see? So this, but, so this acid goes into the environment. Let's say you have a scar on one hand and the bacteria goes here, the immune system goes there, there's a fight there, you know? And pus is nothing else that the dead bodies between the immune system and the uh, the bacteria that fights each other and then, then, then they get eliminated. But what happens is that after the immune system normally wins the battle, Otherwise, you, you're dead. <laughs> so the immune system wins the battles. There's still some left over of, uh, you know, acids there. And acids is very corrosive. So if you don't neutralize it, what it's going to do is going to start damaging healthy cells. Mm -hmm. And if it damages healthy cells, then the healthy cells will complain to the big boss, which is in the brain, <laughs> said, hey, we're attacked. The, what the... the the brain will do send more white blood cells and the, the cells that are irreparably, irreparably damaged, damaged will be destroyed. Mm -hmm. So you, now you start destroying the healthy tissue. That is called the inflammation process. What happened then is the body will try to mitigate that by sending a lot of fluid, try to dilute the charge there, the positive charge. 
It does that if it does not have what it's supposed to have to fight this, which is electrons. And that's exactly what the surface of the earth provides. So when you get this, instead of having this inflammatory process that the body is trying, you know, to barricade somehow, and you know, even sometimes creates a pouch to try to isolate it. Mm. And Sally, a researcher at the University of Montreal, which I met once actually, discovered, you know, and found that 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 the body is, is doing these kind of things to protect itself. Why? Because it does not have the electrons. If you have electrons, the inflammatory process is not needed. As soon as the, the battle is won, you have the electrons coming in, transport by mechanisms, systems in the body, and they just, you know, neutralize the acidity and you have no problems. That's why you don't ever have, you know, a deer or an animal in the wild having inflammation. They don't. So people think it's a, it's a normal process for healing. It's yeah, not, it's not needed. You've almost answered my my second question here, but when you say it's a normal process for healing, this is fascinating because it just makes me think how many people go to the gym or lift weights or participate in any form of exercise and experience muscle soreness, whether that can be ameliorated through grounding. Yes, uh, we have lots of athletes actually that go grounding. There's a, there's a, a baseball person, I forgot his name, but we, <laughs> he got... A lots of uh, a, a lots of uh, publicity, if you will, because before a baseball game, he remove his shirts and his 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 shoes and socks and roll himself in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard of him. No. But in 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 U.S., it's been like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> it's just. And he's a, a fan of earthing. Yeah. And I guess he's trying to get it there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but yes, a lot of athletes uh, found that uh, being uh, earthed, you know, regularly improved their performance. Mm. Definitely. You have more energy because that's another aspect that we have, we have to understand. It's that what gives us energy? Oh, food gives us energy. Yeah, but not by itself. So what happened is that the energy is actually generated in cells through an organelle called um, a mitochondria, mitochondrion. And the mitochondrion is the power source of all cells of the body. It's, it produces a substance that is called ATP that is actually, you know, dispersed all over the body where the energy is needed because it contains the energy. But what um, I read many books about, you know, ATP production, they talk about the protons and, mm -hmm. but there's also an electron transport. Um, yes. And this electrons, well, transport chain needs electrons to be transported there. Otherwise it's not happening because in reality, what's happened? That's electrons coming in are attracted by the protons. So they, 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 they work together and they are stored in the, the phosphates, you mm -hmm. know, radical, the three phosphates, called three phosphates. It's stored there. And then it, the, the energy of these electrons is transported to where energy is needed. And so from these electrons, the energy is then 
discharge in, because these electrons that are transported are not normal electrons. They are in an excited state. Mm -hmm. They have more energy so that they can give energy, um, you know, to where it's needed. So if you want to have energy, you get, get grounded. If you feel tired, you need good nutrition, no doubt about that. But you also need to be grounded. They're both sides of the same coin, you know. Mm. You want to be healthy, good nutrition, and grounding is very important. And then you need the body to be able to repair itself. So you need good sleep also. It's very, very important. Yes. So without these three things, you know, and exercising is, of course, uh, very important to get the energy moving. But without these three things first, working properly, you can energize, you can exercise as much as you can. You're going to just be exhausted after, you know, it's not going to help you. Yeah, that, that is that is absolutely fascinating. I, I was interested, this, I'm guessing, affects all life forms, mm. not just humans. Yeah, all life forms, even plants, you know, animals. We all need, you know, because the plants are actually the ones that when we eat them, they give those electrons to, to us. And we get them from, from uh, grounding. But when we eat good food, um, there's actually an instrument called uh, oxidation reduction potential probe that you can buy. You stick that in the, in the, the fruit. And if it's negative, the value is negative, that means you're going to get energy from it. If it's positive, it's going to suck energy from you. Even if you get the right chemical, the chemicals are empty of energy. So that's something that we're starting to discover. It's just the quality of the molecules we get. So that's why you get synthetic molecules. You don't get the same effect, even if it's the exact same molecules, because we don't get a certain form of energy that we can now measure by oxidation reduction potential. So it's basically stored again in electrons. Amazing. So processed food has lots of, all of electrons. Now, the other thing is that Let's say that you eat good food, but you never ground it. It's going to be very hard to get just by the food enough electrons because every time we breathe in, the air is charged positively. That's why you go to places where there are negative ions, you know, generator, mm -hmm. it's good. Like, for example, I'm very lucky. I live close to the Pacific Ocean. So close to the ocean, you get negative ions right there because because the ocean is charged negatively and the water evaporates, you get naturally. You can get also negative ions into a forest. So people feel good in a forest, yes. But remember that those negative ions are only small places, you know, specific places. Most of the places when you breathe in, you breathe mainly positive ions. Right. And so you're building up in your lungs, you know, first, all these positive charge in your body they get they need the you you get you need to neutralize them fascinating fascinating this makes perfect sense as well and it's interesting the food element because i'm thinking like you said before processed food would be void of electrons i'm assuming more yeah, so because it's void it's, of it's, energy yeah. yeah it's not alive or was never alive um no. which is interesting because i want to uh, mention another thing about the inflammation inflammation process of course or inflammatory process is that one of the things that happen when the body is really like has a lot of inflammation in it 
and needs to protect the vital organs. Mm -hmm. So the most vital organs are, of course, the liver, the heart, you know, these organs, the brain, yeah. So what it does to protect them is sometimes it cannot isolate them or put them in the pouch or so inflammation the, 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 the fluid has, has already been there and it's not enough yes what it does it's going to find another source of electrons and it's going to take them to the place in the body where they're less damaging and that's the bones mm -hmm. so what happened is that you're going to have people get fragile bone osteoporosis and stuff like that it's not by you know, chance, oh, I'm so bad lucky. No, it's because you have inflammation. Your body's trying to survive. It's trying to get electrons from where it can, which is less damaging. If you have no liver, you're dead. But if your leg is not functioning, you're still alive, you know, but you're not in best shape. But you're going to have osteoporosis. That's what happened. The, the body's trying to fight the uh, inflammatory processes that are going inside with what it has so that's why people who are grounded get also improved in osteoporosis and bone density improves fascinating that is a line of research i have not come across but i'm going to have to now and um, you you're giving, right you're giving me a lot of homework already i actually okay. remember reading a pilot study and we discussed this offline that you ran how grounding affects not only your sleep, but it modulates cortisol as well, which was just fascinating yes. and not what I expected yes. at all. Um, what's the story there? Can you elaborate on that further? Yes. Actually, it's one of the seminal studies that happened in 2004. There was a doctor, Dr. Galley, who uh, learned about, actually, Clint Ober came to Southern California to the school where I was teaching. I was actually director of research there and did a presentation. And there was a doctor there who got hold of him and said, that's all baloney, you know, and I'm going to prove it to you. So Clint said, I'm going to provide everything you want. Okay. Even if, you, if you're ready to do a, pro a research project on everything, even if you want to prove me wrong, that's fine. Let, I will provide you what you need. Dr. Galley designed a research project around sleep and he wanted to measure cortisol levels because they are an indicator of you know the circadian rhythm of a person mm -hmm. so they did the research project and people were saying my my sleep improved less pain you know like 90 percent of the people you can find this research project of course in the research section of the Earthing Institute website, which is earthinginstitute.net. You have also another editorial there that was done to explain in more detail what the discoveries of Clint meant. And then, the, uh, so, but Dr. Galley looked at the cortisol level things as you see, there's not much change. Um, so nothing there, but can Clint put them together? You could see that the those that were most of them were out of cycle somewhere peaking in the morning some peaking at night some mm -hmm. peaking in the evening when you put them all together they were all at the same rhythm which is what is considered the normal rhythm peaking up in the in the i think it's in the day 
Yes. And then, and then going night. down at night. So all together, and Dr. Kelly said, oh my God, it's, it's normalizing the circadian rhythm and help people sleep better for two reasons. First is because the normalization of all the hormonal cycles, because which is representative here by the cortisol. The second one is because it comes, we have other research showing that it puts the uh, autonomic nervous system into more parasympathetic mode. See, the autonomic nervous system control the flight or fight response, mm -hmm. but it controls also digestion and repair. So when it's in the flight and fight response is the sympathetic branch that is activated. No matter what you do, you can't digest. I met people 24 seven in that mode. They can't digest. You know, you can give them, you know, um, digestive enzymes and all these stuff is they're just gonna have uh, stomach ulcers because you have to have the proper machinery functioning properly mm -hmm. for digesting food. So that's why, you know, in Mexico here, people do what is called, I think it's, it's true also in, in Spain, it's called the siesta. So yes. after lunch, you take a, an hour break with a little some. It's the best way actually to digest well. So uh, we need to get after lunch, you know, for lunch and during lunch. It's no time for a deep argumentation, political <laughs> or all other. You're not going to digest. You have, it's time to be, to be quiet, you know, and to, so it's very important. So, uh, and through this and other research projects, like for example, uh, a, a, a doctor who is a pediatric, pediatrician, Working yes. in, yeah, working in hospital, a children hospital, um, wanted to uh, see if it can uh, improve um, a, a condition uh, of premature children called necrolyzing encephalitis or something like that. Yes, it might not have the right name. It's basically a necrosis of necro, necroli, necrotalizing encephalitis, something like that. Anyway. Necrotizing, I think it is, yeah. N yeah, necrotizing, because it makes the tissue die and be dark. And so it was doing that in the intestine. So the, so that, and the infant dies. That was the main cause of premature children death. So what they did is they ground those premature babies and they found that those that were grounded did not develop this this deadly disease this problem so it, it changes and they measured the vagus nerve function we found the negative vagus nerve was much more calm in these infant and we know now that the brain got connection is through the vagus nerve so there was something going wrong you know between the brain and got connection in this, this infants. There were probably super hyper, hyper uh, stressed. Mm -hmm. That's what kills them. So by relaxing them, uh, and so you can't say that this is you know a placebo effect. These infants have no idea what's going on, but yeah. it still works amazingly. It shows that it really calms the autonomic nervous system. Because it, it's it's amazing. Not only are you modulating cortisol, but you're also modulating inflammation as well through some of the mechanisms. Because that is yeah. how I came across like 
the pain research first, but this is fascinating, the effect on cortisol, because I'm just wondering how many people are stressed out there, what we call burnt out. Um, I've definitely experienced that before, um, but also people with disorders which are due to uh, dysregulation of certain hormones, endocrinological uh, dysfunction and things of that nature could maybe benefit from this, I'm guessing, from what you've just outlined. I think they will all benefit because all of these uh, conditions you just mentioned are inflammation-based, hormonal changes, hormonal irregularities, uh, arthritis, you know, mm. even uh, high blood pressure and cardiovascular problems. All of these now have been found since research uh, done in the year 2000 that are the inflammation plays an important role into all of these diseases. Even Alzheimer's, even autism, they found out the inflammatory component of these diseases. Uh, any autoimmune disease, arthritis, uh, all of these diseases are inflammation-based. Mm. So we even have some people have, you know, that the, the ends were deformed because of their arthritis. Yeah. They ground themselves. It takes months. It's not like a miracle. But after five, six months, their hands are getting more normal. So it, the thing is that is the, the, the more uh, severe your pain or the more severe, the more severe your pain, the more dramatic you're going to find. Anything. But if you have something like arthritis and, you know, long term disease that you don't know, but you, you spend your entire life unknowingly developing it takes time sometimes for them to to um, to reverse, and sometimes it goes quite quickly. Everybody is different, yeah. but we know that when you have acute pain, that's a no-brainer. Everybody benefits very quickly. This is fascinating. First thing I want to do is close the loop that we opened before because you, you mentioned sleep, and the result of that study was people slept better, which we didn't yes. actually mention because of the modulation yeah. of cortisol. Um, yes. The what you were just talking about then to do with uh, oh what was it? it was in my brain and then I've completely thrown myself there when you were talking about autoimmune conditions and this kind of modulation of the immune system in functional medicine we often think that gut hyperpermeability or often referred to as leaky gut essentially yeah. the um, disruptions in the tight junctions of the gut lining um, yeah. is a prerequisite for autoimmunity because you're letting in proteins into the bloodstream, you generate an immune response to these proteins, and these resemble certain proteins within the body. For example, if it's on the capsules of your joints, you can develop arthritis and things of that nature. But from the mechanism that you outlined, the reduction in inflammation, that's going to reduce the pain element, but also yeah. the cascade of mechanisms which are basically causing the immune system to go awry yeah. as well. So it's yeah. almost helping in two regards there, right? Reducing yeah. the immune it, response, but also the inflammation which has been caused by, by it. In well, the first you place. see, what happened if you have a leaky gut, you know, you probably, if you, it, it will happen. There's two ways it can happen. It can happen because of your uh, anxiety, some uh, psychological problem, which mm -hmm. will basically uh, change the function of the uh, vagus nerve and will create problems in the gut, or it can be created by uh, toxic elements, just like uh, Roundup, for example, it's well known to create um, leaky gut syndrome. So there's some, some, uh, some uh, 
chemicals that cause uh, are known to cause uh, leaky gut syndrome syndromes. Mm -hmm. So in that case, uh, grounding will help tremendously because it will strengthen your immune system. It will help your immune system get rid of the toxins, but you've got also to work on stopping the inflow of toxins into the body. So you have to change the diet. You have to make sure, I mean, the uh, earthing is, uh, is a useful tool, but it doesn't do everything. There's right. nothing that does everything. It, you, you still need to have a good diet, you know? You still have a positive thinking, a very negatively thinking mind will generate a lot of toxicity in the body. So, and, and if you're grounded, it's going to fight that. But we do have cases of people who worry very intensely and everything helps, but sometimes they still have this, you know, intense worry or whatever, phobia or something. And it's still there after they're grounded. And you say, oh, it doesn't go away. What well, you have to do your own work inside. It's not like magic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a condition that the body needs to function optimally. But there's some others. You need good food. You need a good mind. You need good sleep. You know, exercise come after. If you have energy, then you can exercise. If you don't have <laughs> yes. energy, energy, you can exercise as much as you like. You're going to deplete yourself of energy. And that's what we found also. Some people say, Oh, I don't exercise on, uh, enough, but I'm exhausted all the time. It's not going to help you. No. It's not going to help you. You're going to be more depleted after you. And these people stop doing exercise and I don't see any benefit. I'm so exhausted after that. You have to build up energy. Yeah, and I guess that energy as well, if you're modulating cortisol, cortisol helps produce energy. If it's if it's regulated appropriately, yes. the yes. Um, sleeping better also is going to help in that regard and also increasing ATP, like you've just mentioned the mechanism before. All right. of those things are going to yeah, guess, and help. Yeah, food. And yep. Yeah. Unprocessed food. Yes, unprocessed. Highlight that one. Underline it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because otherwise you're... you're, you're the food is stealing your own energy. Yes. So you don't want that. Quick pause. We're thrilled to say that our sponsor for this podcast today is Human People. Human People is a personalized health platform set up by functionally trained doctors and nutritionists right here in the UK. And they're on a mission to give you a healthier, longer and more productive life. When we start to feel a bit tired, get aches, pains or brain fog, it can be a challenge to work out the root cause of that problem and how we can solve it. Well, human people are offering a solution. They empower you to better understand your health issues and use AI technology to provide clear, actionable steps to help you meet your goals. Choose between blood, DNA, and gut tests to look for common nutritional deficiencies and important gene SNPs and get your personalized recommendations reviewed by a doctor and all for less than a price of your daily coffee. The quality of their supplements is excellent and their recyclable packs means no more plastic bottles filling up your cupboard. Better for you, better for the planet. Head over to humanpeople.co slash functional health and use code functional health or one word at checkout to get 10% off any of their tests. And if you purchase any of their bundles, you'll get six months of a high quality omega-3 supplement absolutely free. Feel better, live healthier, and start your journey today at humanpeople.co slash functional health. Back to the show. 
when you were um, talking about the modulation of cortisol again, and I'm sorry to revert back to this, but it seemed like no, to fine. me you were unintentionally, um, you unintentionally mentioned a cure for jet lag. Is that? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, this is something that we have not discovered ourselves is what people were reporting to us. You know, we had people saying, hey, I, I went to Australia and uh, I do grounding all the time. So I had a place where I could ground and I could ground, I ground for about 30 minutes because that's what we recommend as having physiological effects that are meaningful. So they do that. They come back to their hotel or whatever and said, I, I slept just like another night. You know, it's like my body didn't feel jet lag, you know, and we had several reports of that. So what that means is that we not only get electrons from the earth, but we get information, we get frequencies that tells us what time of the day we are, where we are, you know? And so we can resynchronize the internal clocks to be present at the moment where we are at, in the time that we are at. So we've seen that many, many times, you know? So now we know that we get more information from being grounded than just having the electrons. We connect with the universe in some ways, you know, all the frequencies of the, the sun, the moons, who knows, maybe other planets have their cycles in there. We, we don't, we're not sure yet. But what we're sure is that the body reconnect by reconnecting to the earth, you know, at the new location, uh, it will reset its clock and you're not going to get jet lag. That makes perfect sense. And I suppose like if you connect your feet to the earth, but also expose yourself to the sun during that time, that's going to benefit as well with regards. Yes. To that's why, you know, where I live, where I live here, it's a little surf town. It's called Encinitas, just north of San Diego County. It's a, where the surf is really good. You know, the, the waves are high and stuff like that. You have people that get addicted to surfing, they will go, um, you know, 12 months a year. They go in the winter. It's not that the winter is very cold here, but still, you know, you can have water at 10 degrees Celsius sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so They still go. It's pretty <laughs> cold. Yeah. So they go with their swimsuit and these, because they get so much from it. First, they get, they get grounded, okay? Um, because they are in contact with the ocean. Second is they get negative ions by breathing, you know, they get ions that are there. Mm. Then they get vitamin D from the sunshine, you see? And they exercise at the same time. So everything is moving, the energy is moving. No wonder these people after that, they can't stop. You know, it's like they go at 6 a.m. in the morning before work, you know, to get their shot of surf before <laughs> before the day starts it's pretty amazing i had a friend like that uh, i can't i can't live without my my surfing yeah that makes so much sense and there's like a resurgence of people in the uk i think with wild swimming so swimming in fresh water yeah. And I think a lot of the, I think there is a reason behind that. And one of it probably is. Yeah. And I forget another benefits. Yes. There's a benefit cold. Of, of cold water at the same time. So uh, here it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it, it activate your, your body function. So you get a lot of benefits. Of, yeah. Of, Do you of surf protein. yourself? 
No, unfortunately, I don't. <laughs> after after listing all these benefits, I'm surprised yes. you don't. <laughs> so I just did body surfing. Yes. Which is instead of being standing up, you have a special surfboard that is smaller. You just put your belly on it, and so I done that. But I, I haven't I, started. To I have done that before. It's it's just as fun, let's say. It's very much fun, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think we're going to have a resurgence of, of people surfing, going to the beach now after this podcast, Maybe. You, you see. Maybe, <laughs> but even if you don't surf, you know, being in the beach, being you know, in the ocean, and you still have all of these benefits, you know. it's That's why people going in, in the beach, you know, it's such a rejuvenating experience. Yeah. It's the same thing also when they do a picnic. You know what we do in a picnic? We're, you know, uh, in a, uh, you get in a place where there's a lot of grass, trees, and stuff. You kick off your shoes or ground it through the grass. We have the trees that gives negative ions. Mm -hmm. Normally, we try to get, you know, like sandwiches, good food. And so, again, and we, we, uh, People like, uh, especially children, you know, they play and stuff. So it's another place, you know, where it feels good to be and you get in contact with nature. Another one is hiking. See, even though if you are not barefoot, you get some some contact with the the earth. But now Clint Oberon made um, um, sandals that are grounded. And there are, you can also use those if you do like walking, walking or trail walking and, and things like that. So anyway, there's many ways to feel good by doing earthing in a natural environment. You, you, you actually just reminded me because there is a Japanese uh, phrase, it translates as forest bathing. I think they call it shin Oh, yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It's very popular in, in Japan. Yeah, I think it originated there. Shinrin Yoku, I think it's called. I'm probably yeah. butchering the pronunciation of that. Right, um, right. But yeah, it translates to forest bathing. And I'm wondering, because I know exposure to the, our natural environment is beneficial, but I never yes. considered grounding or earthing to be an additional benefit as, of that as well. It is. In Korea, South Korea, Yeah. now there is a trend. And in fact, there's a Korean. I just have a book. Uh, he just sent me a book in Korean about grounding, earthing. And now the cities, so this rich man is convincing cities to do special trail paths for people who want to go barefoot, make sure there's no rock or something like that. So these are special barefoot trails that they're making in different cities Wow! in, in uh, South Korea. And um, so there's a couple of articles that I've seen on that. And the, the person who is, uh, the businessman who is at the heart of that contacted me, wanted to use some pictures from, you know, the articles of that we published and also from the book of Jim Oshman. And so, and so he managed to write his book. I have it not far, but I don't want to disturb, disturb the, the thing, but it, it's, a, it's a trend now in Korea. And many, especially um, older people, they love it, you know, yeah. because it's not hard on their feet. It's a soft ground and it's, they feel a difference. And do you think it seems to benefit the elderly people with more issues rather than the people which are relatively healthy? There are more benefits 
uh, uh, older people or people who are sick, you know, uh, of, of an inflammation-based disease, they get, uh, you know, tremendous benefit. Mm. If they have pain, the pain will go away quickly. And we have several cases where the pain go away. And then the people said, well, I'm not healed yet, three months later. But you have to persevere. And that's what we found in our group. We have a group, a Facebook group called Earthing Insiders. Because some people will say, oh, yes, but for me, it took six months before really starting to see my arthritis go away. We have to be patient, you know, because these diseases have been smoldering, you know, growing up in our Absolutely. bodies for decades. You know, we don't know that we have not grounded ourselves. You know, for 30, 40 years. And then these things happen, happen and we want them to go like this. It's, you know, earthing is not magic. So if you want to heal faster, add to earthing uh, good nutrition, you know, yeah, and try to sleep uh, as much as you can, you know, and have a positive spirit. Be positive about the whole thing. You get all the chances on your side. I completely agree with that. That's that's awesome. I will link to the book as well in the show notes. Um, I, if you can send it to me afterwards, that'll be wonderful for everyone who's listening. Um, when you the, think... the, the book in English or in, in Korean? Um, in English, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yes. Because um, you mentioned it, obviously people aren't wearing shoes on this walk. Now, I've got the thing now, it's in my head. Are shoes the big problem? Because having created and living in an urban environment where shoes almost seem to be a necessity a necessity now, at least socially, because yeah. uh, we yeah. can't walk around the streets in bare feet. Oh, have, yeah. Have There's so much restaurants you cannot go barefoot. Uh, yeah. They won't allow you. I mean, I've never tried. I assume you've tried if you know. <laughs> but have we <laughs> inadvertently hindered our health through that? Yes. Yes. Well, Clint talked about that in his books about the, our shoes have been damaging our health for, you know, since the 50s when plastic was uh, like synthesized and become cheap and then they could do a lot of things in plastics. And then so then then the shoes got, you know, you can see there's a curve um, about the number of people having diabetes and the the the, the the, sh the number of or the percentage of shoes becoming, you know, like uh, insulating you know, shoes. And you can see the, the curves grow over the years from the 50s to now, like exponentially similarly, you know. So, yeah. I think a lot happened during that time, but I'm not saying this isn't a contributing factor. That's right. It's not the only factor. Processed food increased and... Uh, we have also, uh, you know, heterogenic diseases. So it found out that one, at least in the U.S., the third, um, the third uh, highest um, cause of disease of death is actually heterogenic disease disease or that, that heterogenic problem. So what these are people dying because of things that went wrong when they went into the medical system. So it's medically somewhere with medication, procedures, whatever. You have to be careful about that because it's one of the major things. So better stay healthy and prevention, you know. 
And what I do is people say, oh, yeah, I cannot ground all the time. I'm working. I'm so busy here and there and stuff. I am too. So what I do, I have the lazy man solution. <laughs> Sleep grounded. Don't worry about it. So you sleep five, six, seven, eight hours a night, grounded. You're good. You've recharged your batteries for the day. Don't have to worry about it. For me, I do something additional. Uh, uh, I work a lot in the computer. Uh, I remember, you know, I, I got a bit tired during the day, you know, working two, three hours on nonstop in the computer. So I put a mat on my, for my feet and uh, I use another mat for as a mouse uh, pad. So I'm, I'm forced to touch it all the time. And I have more energy working on the computer. So electronics, yes, will, will sap your energy. So you being grounded, you know, if you have a lots of electronic appliances and stuff like that will help you, you know, get more energy. Of course, avoidance is, is, is one thing uh, that is, when it's possible, but it's not always possible. So grounding will help the repair mechanisms of your body to work to their optimum so that you can heal faster than, than anybody on any problem that you may have. And we've seen that over and over. We have a testimonial section on the Earthing Institute website. You could see how many conditions, how many people have been helped. It's phenomenal. I mean, just being part of this, thank Clint, because if it was not Clint, you know, who actually pursue me uh, to get, you know, this research project going, I would have missed this, this gem that is to be now uh, grounded every night, you know, and not having inflammation, any problem. I'm 67, perfectly healthy. I have no issues whatsoever. You know, I don't have any, take many, any medication. But I do know I need to, get, to have good... Uh, nutrition and I, I need also rest you know mm -hmm. enough rest otherwise I could get tired even if I do it too much you know but I over the years I became more sensitive to this so I'm more attuned with why my body I eat something and I know you know half an hour later I know that if it was has a positive or negative effect on myself so you we develop also a sense of uh what's good for us, what is not good for us, if we take the time to, you know, pay attention to what we do, what we eat. And uh, I think everything develop our senses also of alertness in some ways. There's a lot of benefits to it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a fascinating journey and we've covered a lot. Does, does the material of matter, for example, can you just stand on concrete and earth or does it have to concrete, be? Concrete, yes. Concrete is a conducting material that will work unless you are in the, the middle of the desert where there's no water at all. Concrete always has some moisture, is made of rock. And yes, but asphalt will not conduct. Mm. Um because it's a petroleum uh, material, uh, um, anything made with petroleum will not conduct like plastic. Anything made of plastic, wood will not conduct, you see? So all these materials, glass will not conduct. But, um, but concrete, um, grass, dirt, um, some ceramics yep. without painting, they will conduct too. But painting, any type of painting on top of, of concrete or on top of ceramics will 
prevent conduction. Yeah. Fascinating. And it sounds like being by the ocean, sand and salt water seems to be the best place to... to the best, yeah, if, the if best. you can. But, but if not, the park is the next best, I think. Got it. Surrounded by trees and green. Or, or, or a lake, you know, a lake. Yeah. Is, it's very similar. You know, it's, it's funny that we're talking about this because it just seems like nature is so intelligent, isn't it? And it's like, just eat real Amazing. food, eat food from nature, get in the water, yeah. you know, be around greenery, and somehow things seem to get better. Yeah, it's like, it's you know, we know better, you know, we do our own food. It stays so good with all this sugar and those, you know, GMO stuff and everything. We're so advanced, <laughs> you know, and we just kill ourselves, you know, we make ourselves sick. So we have to be more humble and understand that nature has millions of years of thinking ahead of us on what it's doing. So we better try to learn from nature instead of trying to over, overcome it or overpower it. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> I've... I've, I've just thought of two questions on research and then it'd be good to get into the practical tips of what people can do on a day-to-day -day basis to benefit okay. them. Um, okay. First off is when you mentioned cardiovascular research before, and it made me think of a paper that I read about red blood cell aggregation, hopefully I've said that okay, and plate yes, aggregation. Yes. And that was yes. mitigate, not miti mitigate, reduced through earthing. Um, yes. What is, is the, is the mechanism there the same as before? What, what's happening there and who can that benefit? Yes. So what's happening is that the blood um, is uh, a special solution, uh, a colloid, what is called a colloid, just like milk. So mm -hmm. that means it's a fluid with substance in it that are very small, but it, they're not dissolved in it. Right. Just like milk, you know, the fat in milk and stuff. And it, it, it's, that's, that's why you can make cheese and you can extract it, you know, and, re, and remove yes. the, 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 the water content. Now, um, and it, sewage is also <laughs> another <laughs> form of that. Yeah. And in fact, there's a, a, a whole science called rheology that is how to control you know the precipitation of the material that is in suspension in a liquid based on uh, the electrical properties mm -hmm. so if you have enough electrons these electrons will go on the surface of red, red blood cells and the red blood cells will repel each other instead of clumping. Right. So when they repel each other, the blood is very fluid. Everything moves. When they don't, when there's not enough, uh, uh, you know, electrons, they have a tendency to clump together by another mechanism that is more like scientific, van der Waals force, whatever. It's beyond the scope of what we, but they, they have a tendency to clump, clump uh, to, form what is called rouleau formation. It's like stack of coins, you know? So what's bad about that is that first, it makes the blood thick, like ketchup, instead of being like wine. That's Dr. Sinatra's terms. <laughs> and the second thing that is even worse is that the oxygen, how is the oxygen delivered to the tissue? 
it's delivered through capillaries, the smallest blood vessels. So what happens is a red blood cell comes, the capillary is almost the same size. And to get through this, the red blood cell is squeezed to get through the capillary and give out its oxygen. And then it goes out and then it goes out into the venous blood on the other side to be recharged. But what happens if you have rouleau formation? So this rouleau formation come and it cannot come through the, okay. the, the capillary. Right. It, instead, it blocks the capillary and the surrounding tissue does not get any oxygen. So if it does that too much, you get really tired and you're starting to have problems, you know, organ not functioning and things like that. So it's very, very important uh, aspect that um, not too much too much emphasis is put, put on it. But it's very important to not have uh, thick blood because you're going to be having multiple problems along the line. So this only, I'm, I'm guessing, benefits in terms of cardiovascular disease because you, you, you are reducing clotting yes. in that case. Yes. But also um, blood pressure wouldn't need to be as high, I guess, to get the no, blood No, it moving. will decrease the blood pressure because what, what makes the, the blood pressure high is that the heart, you know, when the, 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 the blood is thick, the heart is working much harder to pump the blood, you know, because mm -hmm. it's a, like tube system, you know, it has to, the blood has to move and the, the heart has to pump a lot harder and could tire the heart, could cause some problems, cardiovascular problems at the heart itself. It could also cause another thing, arteriosclerosis, you know, yes. where the, 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 the blood vessels become uh, stiff and they can, they have to be, for the blood to move properly, they have to be like rubber-like, you know, they have to be flexible. If they are stiff, then there's some kind of a coating on it that is stiff, that it, you know, that, and eventually this coating increase, increase and block the arteries. Mm -hmm. And so now you have a, a big problem. So that's what's happened. And you know, the, the arteries in the heart are very thin. Yes. So that's why you have a tendency to block if you have too much high blood pressure. And uh, so uh, there's so many benefits to be grounded, you know? Yeah, I mean, you've covered so everything from autoimmune diseases, I think Alzheimer's, for preterm infants as well as well as sleep yeah i mean it really is a spectrum here and you can tell i can understand why you're putting it in in what i consider the pillars of health like sleep exercise nutrition um relationships is even in there for me oh yeah um, oh yo no absolutely absolutely we have a person that uh, we help <clears throat> because i'm also director of research at a, a research um, uh, institution where we try non-invasive, you know, um, uh, detection of all problems, and we were able to help people. Uh, a lady with uh, 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 cancer of the breast that metastasized in the spine just by nutrition, positive thinking, by uh, earthing, and uh, also by changing her mindset. Oh, another thing also is where she lived. There was a geopathic zone. There are some zones where if your house, for example, is built on an ancient marsh, 
there's a lot of chances there's water underneath. This stagnant water has bad energy. She was living in a house like that where both parents die, her brother and sister die. She was the last survivor. So there's so many things that we have taken into consideration, you know? And this one about geopathic zone is not very well known in the West. I learned that from the Russian scientist that came to the U.S. to teach us about these things. You can but it's a real thing. on that. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about it. Oh, there are zones on the planet. If you go in a forest, there are zones on the planet where nothing grows. There's lots of things around them. <clears throat> the energy on these zones is not good for life, mm -hmm. period. One of these places was found by the Russian scientists is if you build a house on an ancient marsh, if you drain the marsh and then you build a house on it, the energy is still not good. They're not going to be. Uh, so it's, it's a science that is not known here very well, but it's, it's rare. Mm -hmm. But we just happened to have a case where it was. And then she started, she was isolated. She saw nobody. She didn't work because she was too sick. And finally, she went to her hairdresser, and there was a lady who put a little doggy on her lap. And that time when she came, we measured her energy. She, it was good. I said, what happened? See, she would having healing. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. We were giving her healing energy treatments. That, and normally, after the healing treatments, her energy was much better. And the next week, it was gone. But that week, it was not gone. And so we realized that she's a lonely woman. She's alone. She needs contact. So we asked, we asked her to help in the lab and, and do things and be part of our group. And that was also, she reconnected with old friends and she got a social life. And today she's completely healed. Amazing. That's, That's amazing. absolutely awesome. In terms of practical tips for people, because I'm, I'm conscious that we're coming up on time. And right. What do you do on your day-to-day -day basis to get grounded? And what can everyone do, including okay. myself, do in order to do Okay. That? For me, I try to get grounded as much as possible without least disruption to, <laughs> to my normal <laughs> life. So what I do is I sleep grounded. So that is the basis of my whole grounding experience. Uh, but wow. like I was mentioning, yeah. Uh, so I use um, I used to have grounding sheets, right? With uh, with um, you know silver threads weaved into it. Yes. And so these last about a year or two, and after that, you know, you have to get new one, get new one. So now <clears throat> I'm using a, a, a grounding mat for for beds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I have on top of it a special sheet that was made by Clint Ober that goes on top of it and it grounds you. It, it, it has some some silver threads, but these won't go away because they're very short and it's very thin. So it, it's, uh, it's the same as being grounded, you know, with the other sheets. So I'm very pleased with um, the way I sleep, being grounded all the time. And during the day, I'm working on my computer, even though I've been grounded at night, if I work many hours, I get tired. So I put a, a mat 
on uh, my feet, uh, my feet in another mat on my desk that I use as um, a mouse pad at the same time. So I'm forced to touch it every all the time <laughs> as we speak, I'm touching it. And, um, and you know, when I go to a park, when I can, I, I try to walk barefoot and, you know, as often as I can, I love nature. So when I go to the ocean, of course, I take advantage of that. So I have, we have beautiful parks that I can go to also. So I, every time I can, you know, if I walk, walk in the park and there's grass, I will remove my shoes and walk barefoot instead of being on the sidewalk, which is probably, you know, uh, cement, but might be painted. Sometimes they have color on its own. So I walk barefoot. And, uh, so when I can, so I'm not, you know, I'm not like having, a, you know, a mad situation where I'm obsessed about that. No. Uh, but, you know, I take advantage of it when I can. Of course. And I think uh, it's working because so far so good. Absolutely. And I'm very glad to hear it. Well, it's just, it's great that you can get these kind of devices like the mattress and things like that. Yes. Um, and the, you the have sheets. distributors in England of earthing, uh, of Clint over products. Yeah. And I've seen uh, ones where you can, I, I mean, I've, I only see, saw them in passing, but you can tie things to your shoes, which earth you as well. Um, oh yeah. There's, you can do that too. Yeah. There's flip flops also that are grounding your you. Uh, he came up with there's many ways many ways you can find a way that works for you there's also wristband or ankle band or all, all kind of things that you can do for being grounded the way that works best for you great i'm gonna have to add another advice a device to my list that i've got <laughs> oh my bedside cabinet is full of them um I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the surrogate talk. It's been unreal. My I've learned too. a heck of a lot. Um, but before you go, can you please tell the listeners where they can find you and what exciting projects that you have coming up? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you for reminding me because um, I think it's important. One of the things that we want to do at the Earthing Institute is to encourage um, health practitioners, researchers to try a small you know, clinical research project on their home to see for themselves. So we would be very open to helping them, maybe even with products, you know, definitely with uh, counseling, how to do the research properly. And the best way to reach me is uh, to go to the earthinginstitute.net website and uh, type the information in there, you know. There's a... Uh, a page, uh, a contact page where you can type some information or you can type directly info at earthinginstitute.net and send me an email. Perfect. And I encourage you also to check out the uh, Earthing Insiders Facebook page. There's more than 5,000 people. People have had all kinds of issues, problems, and situations and uh, somebody there if you have a situation with everything you can ask your question and there's somebody said yeah yeah i have that too and <laughs> here's what i did <laughs> <laughs> that's great to know sounds like an excellent resource again yeah. 
Gaetan, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you, sir. Thank you so much for taking up the time. And I do hope that we can do this again in the future. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Functional Health Podcast. You can find links to everything that we talked about today in the show notes. If you have a second, please consider leaving a five-star rating on iTunes. It really does make a huge difference and helps get this valuable information out and reach more people. Don't forget to subscribe so you can stay up to date and know whenever I release a new episode. You can connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or our website, and all questions are welcome. As always, thanks to Joss Aurelia for all the editing, and thank you all for your support.